Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession. Friends and obsession that never passed. So we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hello, world. Welcome to another episode of Friends from A to Z, where Adele and I will A and to the Z, yeah, the Zoe, will be talking all about this week's episode, which is episode 19. Of season two. Of season two. So we are nearing the end of season two. We are... Yeah, five away. Going through them. And this one is the one where Eddie won't go. Mm, so Eddie's... Joey's moved out. Eddie's mm-hmm. moved in. Mm-hmm. And now, Eddie yeah, won't go. Yeah, Eddie won't go. Right, well, um, let's find out more about this. Uh, first of all, um, well, before we talk about it in detail, where we're going to talk about all the things we like and don't like and yep. what looks strange or innovative now, all these years later. Yep. But uh, let's find out a little bit more then in the form of the epidemic, please, Adele. The episode in the form of a limerick. My pleasure. Lovely. For three goddesses, winds blow the wrong way. Eddie drives Chandler mad night and day. Joey's dream has to end, but he's home with his friend. Almost like he was never away. Oh, oh my God, that's good. That's good. He, um, and the, Joey's dream has to end. Oh no, he's home, back home with his friend. That's clever as well, friend. Why is that clever? Why is that clever? Just winked at me. Because it's cool friends, isn't oh, it? Oh, I got that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so back his friend about clever and you just literally did the weirdest wink at me. Didn't mean like, to, sorry. Yeah, um three goddesses winds blow the wrong way. Oh, that sounds so poetic in its own right. And yeah, Eddie is proper driving Chandler. Totally mad. Almost like he was never away. Oh, I've just got that. Book. Oh, you just got it. There it is, just got it. Because when you were saying it, you were smiling so much. Yeah. I was like, I'm not sure I totally get it. Got it. Go on. Uh, so when Eddie opens that door back up again, um... They pretend Joey never moved out. Very, very good. Oh. I'm going to mic drop here. <laughs> Epidemic drop. I'm not going to mic... There you go. <laughs> Boom. Nice. Let's talk about Eddie Dell. Oh, lovely. Eddie won't go. Okay, one where Eddie won't go. Let's find out more about this. So... IMDB says this. Chandler demands that Eddie move out. However, he doesn't seem to get the message. Meanwhile, a book on empowerment for women inspires the girls. In order to pay his bills, Ross convinces Joey to audition for a role he doesn't want. Okay. Netflix. Chandler demands that his bizarre new roommate, Eddie, move out. But Eddie won't go. Thanks for that. Oh, get that from the title, would you? Yeah, not much more beyond the name of the episode. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and bizarre new roommate. Mm, what did they call him last time? Mm. No, they said they were unnerved by his strange behaviour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. So, how does this rank for you and the people? Well, for me and the people, it ranks very similarly. Okay. So it is top ten, right? In both of those cases. Yeah. So IMDb, it scores 8.6 out of 10, which puts it 8th mm-hmm. of season 2. And for me, it's in 7th of season 2. Okay. What about yourself? It is 5th Oh, for me. All right, okay. Yes, yes. Um, I think that might be because... I, yes. 
uh, I ran out of the kind of seven eights a little bit, so I had to go on my little bit higher, a little bit lower. Yeah, like I've already used it. So I probably would say, yeah, similar to you. That kind of area. So top ten for you, top ten for me, top ten for the people. Yeah. Top one hundred oh. for Ranker.com. We haven't had a Ranker.com in the last few. We haven't. No, we had prom video. We had the one where Rachel and Ross, you know. Yeah. Um, one where Rachel finds out. Yeah. It's 33rd. Oh, that's quite high. Of the top 100 episodes ever made, according to Ranker.com. Top 10, just about. Just. <laughs> which we've sort of agreed and disagreed with Ranker.com, haven't we? Mm. So, are you, is this top 100 for you, do you think? I mean, it's high up in season two, yeah, so I, I suppose so. that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a strong season and a strong show, yeah. a strong season. So, three things happen, sort of. Mm-hmm. We've got two are sort of inter- interconnected. So, Joey, we know, was fired last episode, and he sort of has to come to terms with things a little bit on this one doesn't yeah. he and that very beautifully dovetails with what's going on with Chandler and Eddie yeah. and that all kind of comes to a lovely resolution and then separate to that we have the girls reading the book all about female empowerment do all three storylines put it in the top 10 for you or are some working harder than others what explains? I'm not that bothered about the wing keepers yeah me neither I am more into the uh I keep wanting to call them Charlie and Eddie Charles and Eddie. Charles and Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> like the band. Uh, I'm much more into that whole situation. Yeah. And, and I, the sweetness of the end scene. The wonderful It's just wonderful. Resolution. Yeah, which is why it's so good for me. And I agree with you. So the female empowerment bit, I'm a bit like, eh, okay, yeah. The Actually, the, funnily enough, the Joey bit mm. is really a means to an end, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not yeah. that funny. It's no, not that no. You're right, you're right, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Chandler, Eddie, Joey situation... For me, it just sticks in my memory, this episode, as being yeah a classic. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, okay, should we should we get the wind out of the way then? <laughs> let's, blow, let's blow that out of the way. <laughs> Gone with the wind. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? So, they're reading a book. Yeah. I'm lost already. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Um, and it's about, yeah, this uh, female empowerment, isn't it? And... Um, well, Monica is really into this book. Says it's wonderful. It's about every man she's ever dated. Yeah, I think at that point I starts to lose me a little bit because I do. There is a there is a sort of sweeping statement about men here that's being made that I am not entirely comfortable with. And indeed, a sweeping statement about women as well. Of course, yeah. And I think I, I my one of my issues with this storyline, apart from the fact that it, I don't find it that funny, mm. is that. I'm not 100% sure what they're trying to say with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I think this is probably the era of these massive books like Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, etc. So it was a big genre at the time, Mm. wasn't it? Mm. And Oprah was really hot at this time with all her kind of advice, etc. And you've got, some would say, you know, third wave feminism starts around this time and so on as well. So you've got this sense of, it's topical. But it kind of contradicts itself a bit as well, because you get the setup of it being about women being strong. Mm. But then they all fall out over it mm-hmm. which is a bit of a sort of saying yeah. well actually it's women that bring each other down yeah, not yeah, men yeah, yeah. and the thing I sort of don't really like is that the men and in this case represented really by Ross he's the only one who gets involved in it they sort of dismiss it as just a bit silly and I know the premise is silly of goddesses and all that kind of stuff oh, okay. but you know the bit where Rachel's like no why do we always have to do everything yeah. to your timetable and he's a bit like 
uh, it's the cinema that has the timetable. Like, I'm just being sensible and rational here, and you're oh. being completely irrational. Oh. You think you're being empowered, but you're not thinking things through. You're being a bit stupid, because the world actually is a very reasonable place, and you're oh, overreacting. So I don't know. I don't think it really knows what it's doing or what it's saying. And then it all sorts of finishes with just, I'll buy you some cake, and then it's over. Mm. You know, it kind of just like, oh, we shouldn't fall out with each other. And they have, they're supposed to be about empowering and then they all just fall out like you slept with him and you yeah. got off with him and you all stole over men. Yeah. men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I do quite like the, um, there is a bit of continuity here where they mention Paul the wine guy. Yes. They mention the Jason Hurley incident. Who? Paul? Oh! They mention the Jason Hurley incident, which is in mm-hmm. the one with George mm-hmm. Stephanopoulos mm-hmm. as well, which is quite good. And I always do love a good argument between particularly Monica and Rachel. They yeah. do it so well. Yeah. And that whole... Only because you took up half the circle. You know, you get these really cutting comments that only really close friends can make to each other. So that's quite good. But yeah, all in all, I feel like it was more of a, this is something we could do because it's quite topical at the moment. And it's a bit of a throwaway Mm. thing. Yeah, because this is all about um, Joey and Chandler. And we're getting Ross into there, so we need something for the girls to do. So it needs to be a girls-orientated situation. Yeah, and to Um, some extent, I think... Still somewhere on some level, keeping some tension between Ross and Rachel as well. Yeah. So that's not all plain sailing. I must say the Ross and Rachel bit though, I was kind of feeling for him a bit because he turns up and she is being a bit unreasonable. They plan to go to the cinema and she's like, no, I'm not going to go. And then she says, I'm sorry. And they say, well, don't apologize. She goes, no. And so she says, oh no, I'm not going to apologize. It's like, well, you're being a bit, you're not, you're being... You're not apologising, but you're not behaving very well. You should be apologising for your behaviour. What's it saying about what female empowerment is? Exactly. Just being obtuse. Yeah. Like, no. Completely. It's not. So, and Rachel's not stupid. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just a bit like, I wonder who wrote this. I wonder if it was a man or a woman. (laughs) Well, in the early 90s, I'm guessing the writer's room was very heavily male. Yes. Except for Marta Kaufman, who... Was she writing in season two? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And Alexa Jung was another one, and she wrote the one where Rachel finds out. Oh, right. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, probably written by men. Um, but how can I grow if you won't let me blow? Yeah. And the whole audience goes nuts. Yeah. What does she mean? Are you seriously asking me what she means? I don't know... How does Ross respond? It's like, I don't mind when you do that. I don't that. have a problem with that. What's she talking about? Is she talking about gas? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> I don't know how to say to you what she's talking about. How can I grow if you won't let me blow? Right. Listener, help me explain to Zoe, without doing any kind of mime, what she might be talking about. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. I thought it was like, how can you grow if you won't let me blow? And he's like, oh, I don't mind it when you pass gas. (laughs) Unless she meant a different kind of blow. Fine. So then how can I grow if you won't let me blow? blow yeah and he's like oh i don't you know i don't mind that yeah so but she seems to be saying there, like let me blow no but she you. gets angry <laughs> because that's obviously not what she means she means she's quoting from the book right oh 
So it's all about wind and you've got to yeah, yeah. blow. So yeah. she's just quoting directly from the book. Right. And he's heard the word blow yeah. and has known, knows nothing about this book. Yeah. It's completely oh, you know, fresh yeah. to him. So he's just misunderstanding what she's saying, which is not about... And is he saying, I don't mind if you, won't, if you don't do that anymore? No, he's, she's saying... Oh my God. I don't get it. She's saying... It's been 23 years and I don't how, get it. How, how do you expect me to grow if you won't let me blow? Mm. And he's saying, blow all you want. You know I don't have a problem with that because oh. he's meaning other stuff. So he's meaning I rather enjoy that. Yeah, Go so ahead. he's like, what do you mean I won't, you oh, won't let me it. blow? Just got it. Just oh, got it. goodness Just got it. me. Thanks. I was not expecting that to be <laughs> something that needed so much explanation. <laughs> Oh, but moving on. I, I am learning that there is a second interpretation of that that I've not considered. <laughs> Which could be the more PG one. Remember, I was 12 when I watched this. Okay, I was a bit older, but still, you now are not 12. <laughs> so let's get rid of that. Let's, let's swiftly move on from the goddesses and their power and their wind. <laughs> their blow. I can see how the wind thing might have confused you. Right, Thank okay. you. Um, and then we've got two intertwining things. Joey is, oh man, he's having to face a few facts, isn't he? Yeah, he walks in with his hat on. <laughs> Monica's joke. What a wonderful joke. I mean, that is the kind of joke, if I could think of saying that in a real life situation. Such a good joke. Because he say says, what the joke is? <laughs> he says, oh, he comes in with his hat on and they're like, oh, nice hat. And he goes, this guy was selling them on 8th Avenue. And I thought, you know what I don't have? And Monica says, a mirror. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, like rhetorical good. question about, I don't have a hat. I don't have that hat. And she answers <laughs> yeah. in the mirror. Very, very, very funny. And uh, the word of the day toilet paper. Day, yeah, word of the day toilet paper. Yeah. I find it a bit weird that he's talking about the word of the day toilet paper that Chanda has bought him. Because well, I thought they were a little bit sort of fractious. No, but at the, the end of the last one, as ever, you know, these things happen quite a lot in Friends, don't they? Where there's a bit of a fallout and then, like with the um, five steaks and an eggplant, mm. they all fall out and they realise some things are bigger than money. And when Monica gets fired, they all... Yeah. come together to support her oh of course yeah. Joey ends up in dire straits not the pop group uh, quite literally yeah. and Chandler must be like he wants you know money what? for nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness me oh, right. there you go oh, have I made up for the blow yeah that's really good <laughs> and Chandler probably thought you know what my friend is more important than this silly disagreement about where we live so mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy him some word of the day toilet paper okay fine that whole backstory they happened in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I was thinking, like, did you see this? No, no. Okay, I'll saw it though. Yeah. So he is. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. Um, and and he's quite stubborn at first, right? He's mm. like, I'm not worried. Mm. I was Doctor Drake Memora. Mm. This is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you could see why he would think that because yeah. you're like, I've got good credit on my CV yeah. now. So I've got a profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, they'll come flocking. Then he goes to Estelle. Who, my God, could you be any more in love with? Oh, she steals the show. Yeah. yeah. Joey. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm going to tell you what I told El Minza and his pyramid of dogs. <laughs> That's really good. Take any job you can get and don't make on the floor. That's really good. <laughs> That's really good. She's just wonderful every single second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's good in this. I already um, got you an audition for another world. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop now. <laughs> I but she he was, was in the room. He's, he's reincarnated. Is it my chain smoking that's yes, making you see yes. But he he's having none of it, is he? Absolutely none of it. He's like, no, that is belittling. No, nope. a step backwards. I'm not doing it. And I also kind of see that. Do you? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I'd be panicking. No, I kind of see like, look, you know, it, I was 
inner soap all the stuff if people now see me driving a cab it's going to undo my equity isn't it oh okay yeah i kind of see it I can it's see like that. i'm I, and i'm not walking onto a film set to be some crappy little cab driver when i walked on and been doctor drake remorse I, I had a stalker yes I'm not driving a cab <laughs> cab drivers don't get stalkers Fair do they enough. Yeah, yeah that is true um anyway but so he's, he, he's on this kind of emotional i'm not, I'm not gonna do it he's got bigger problems <laughs> he has got bigger problems because he um gets his visa bill what's oh, my visa bill page one of two that can't be good envelope one oh of two. envelope one of two even worse oh. i do love actually ross's maturity here ross because if that were me yeah those envelopes both of them mm-hmm. would have gone down the back of the sofa because I wouldn't have been able to deal with it. All oh, right. And Ross is like, open it, open it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's you have to open it. Yeah. Face it head on. It. Yeah. 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 And also, it's a different Ross from, was it last episode or the one before where it's the one before where he's me, 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 me with Monica. Yeah. He's been childish Ross and now he's like proper grown up paleontologist yeah. Ross. Mature Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like... a different Ross from the one who's making incredibly awkward small talk with Richard in the middle of the night yeah. who's super dorky and yeah many sides of Ross yeah because actually if Joey was going to have you know these money problems of the group he kind of would go to Ross yeah he? but that happens in life him. I think or where Chandler, maybe people take on different roles mm-hmm. relative to the yeah. company you, they're in you explain stuff to me <laughs> And you are a fully functioning professional adult in other other occasions. Yeah, so two envelopes of a credit card bill. A lovely touch here from the names of the shops. Oh, Isn't yeah. it romantic? Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love Lucite. Oh, yeah, that's really good. I yeah. bet they had so much fun Some writers, with yeah, those. yeah, yeah. You'd bloody love that, doing puns like that for a living, <laughs> wouldn't you? Um, so, uh, and Ross is right, yeah. right? He's right. Well, is he? You don't think? I can see both sides. I mean, he is kind of right, but but if you but I suppose for Joey, if he's stressed in that situation where he's like, I've got this a mega bill, mm. and someone's just going, "What? Well, you got to take that job?" He's like, "Why aren't you telling me?" He, and it's the bit that Ross says, "But you know, it took you ten years to get that job. It might take you another ten yeah, years to get the next hard. job." Yeah. It's like, oh, Ross, but Joey's like, "Why are you saying this? Why aren't you telling me? Like, it's just gonna work out." Yeah, maybe that's why I identify and with Joey. Yeah, like, I, in that moment, I would want you someone would. to be like, and I would be Ross telling yeah, me yeah, the reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. and your butt into work. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. Joey's not ready to hear it, is mm-hmm. he? And it, it's just so sad because yes, it did take him ten years to get that job. He waited all that time. Yeah, and it's just over. So I know, soon. I know. One silly mistake about um, script writing. And at the end of the last one, when he's like. I find that really poignant. He says, when you wait your life for something and you think it's never going to be as good as I'm expecting it to be. Oh, and this was, this was as good as he could have ever wanted to be. So it's super sad. Yeah, bless him. Um, He spent a lot of money though. (laughs) $1,200 on a parrot and all this kind of stuff. How much do you think he, I guess soap stars get paid a decent wage. Yeah, but remember he also bought all of that furniture he bought the furniture. He paid Chandler eight hundred dollars. Yeah. That apartment is going to be expensive so in New I, York. I get the sense he maybe spent his cash flow. Yeah, and then he was into credit by that point. So oh, he's putting all this on a credit right. card, okay. thinking, thinking you know, I'll pay it off. Future payments. I saw something someone worked out with that credit card bill. They said if he'd paid the minimum, it would have taken fifteen years to pay it off on wow. the minimum terms. Oh so, my goodness, uh, me. yeah, that's a lot. Uh, right, okay. So rational Ross versus more emotional Je- Joey. And it's really, this is, you know, Joey's always the kind of, you know, bit sort of uh, dumb one. This is actually him, Matt LeBlanc's acting a bit here, you know, actually kind of goes, tell me it's going to be okay. You know, he, he's kind of actually... 
doing something that's not just funny little asides of silliness. He's actually oh opening his heart here a bit. And, and we've said acting. And it's interesting you say that because for a character that is, mm, am I overstating this? I feel like Joey is often yeah the butt of some jokes for various reasons. Mm. Then when he becomes serious... The butt double of some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredibly shocking when he's serious. Mm-hmm. And it's really troubling because you're not used to it. And what's in my head is... Because it's all tainted with your betrayal. When Chandler kisses... Um, oh, um, Kathy. Yeah. And buys all that stuff after yeah. they've been robbed. And he's sort of making a bit of a joke about... Oh, you know, you're just annoyed. And he's like, no, it's because it's all tainted with mm. your betrayal. And it's mm. such a strong... And it's a bit mm. like this, where yeah. he's like... No, I'm. This is serious. I'm not joking around. Yeah, and yeah. It's a, such a big contrast that yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, it does it hit just you. Kind of hit you a bit harder. Yeah. So then he goes and finds out. He has to. He's talking to Gunther. And he's like, "Oh, I lost my job." And Gunther's like, "Oh yeah, um, I was someone on Bryce. On Bryce and all my children." I think that's great. Yeah. What a brilliant way for the penny to drop. It's so good. So so good. And it's very realistic, right? That actors, outwork mm. actors, go and work in jobs like Gunther's in. Indeed. He does. Gunther the actor, it was well, yes. working <laughs> as a barista yeah. when, when he, he was auditioning for stuff. Yeah. And that's why he knew how to work the coffee machine, and that's why he became yeah. Gunther. And I like the message to Joey because yes, he was Dr. Drake Ramore. Yes, it it was a bigger part mm-hmm. than just being an extra. Mm-hmm they're ten a penny mm, and so yeah. he doesn't have this big profile yeah. that he thinks he has yeah oh it's really sad I think I've said this to you before maybe even said it on this podcast before about actors and that's only one in a hundred earn more than £20,000 a year being what? an actor yeah oh my so goodness. it's very tough you know and that's not uh, you know not a huge uh, salary so it's like that's a lot of competition yeah a lot of competition. So Joey is sort of back to square one, isn't he? Yeah. So he's he goes, he does auditions. this audition, mm. casting agent, doesn't go very well. Do you know that casting agent, the guy, the guy that's playing the casting agent, like that actor is a nobody. Otherwise we'd recognise him now. And um, he must be feeling like, this is quite fun, like acting <laughs> a casting agent for someone because I'm here all the whole time getting rejected. Yeah. I, for some reason I thought he was famous, but I did look him up and he's not. Oh, okay. I wondered if he might be one of the casting agents on Friends. Oh, that would be clever, wouldn't it? That would be, because sometimes they do that, like Jimmy Burrows was the director in the butt double situation. Yeah, we would enjoy that. Um, Okay, so that's in that. We do see this iconic dog, don't we? Yes, who in real life belongs to... Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. What a weird thing to own. Yes, what a great way to get rid of it. Because oh. to the person who gifted it to her, yeah, might look like yeah. I've got it in the show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an iconic yeah. item for Jennifer Aniston, no longer cluttering up her house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolute eyesore, isn't it? Genius. Okay, so then it's quite nice because Ross does go back and he backs down. He goes, "Look, if you want to follow your dreams, yeah. if you want to hold out, like you're living the dream. I'm someone who needs that, you know, security. Security. You need flexibility. You can do flexibility, and I really admire that. Blah blah blah." And so um, Jerry's like, ah, oh, she went for it. He's like, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> How'd it go? How'd it go? How'd it go? <laughs> uh, yeah. So now we know. And then the, I mean, it's this bankruptcy. You know, they are emptying his apartment. Well, I had a bit of a think about this. And I thought, if all that happens when you absolutely splurge that much money on a credit card mm. is that after a bit, they mm. take all the stuff yeah. back. 
Yeah. And I was like, happy days. Yeah, fine. Why don't we all do it? Let's go nuts now. Yeah. Um, have an awesome party with yeah. loads of stuff all around you yeah. and then they come and take it all yeah. back. But I think it's more serious than that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, no- it's nothing that affects Joey because if you do file for bankruptcy, I think you are pretty... Um, yeah, you're restricted re- from restricted any... Restricted for a long time. Yeah. Um, we never see any such restrictions for no. Joey later on, but... We're living in... We're living in, they just, you know, maybe it was within the 30 days and they just took their stuff back. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so this, but it's beautiful timing mm. because mm. he's now homeless. Is he homeless? They can't take the apartment off him, but I guess he's going to be like, I can't afford this apartment. Yeah, he's not going to be able to pay the rent. So I'm assuming what happens is that, because he nearly said to Chandler, didn't he, last episode, oh, maybe I could... Uh, didn't quite get the sentence oh, out yeah. before he realised, or the one before. He got a housemate. A new roommate. Mm. But now I'm assuming he kind of goes back and says, look, is there anything you can do to help me? Yeah. Because I'm yeah. really stuck. Yeah, yeah. And Chandler's like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> because Chandler is living an actual nightmare. An actual nightmare. I mean, it starts where he might think he was having a nightmare because he wakes up with Eddie watching him sleep. Oh my goodness me. And he says, Hannibal Lecter, better roommate than you. <laughs> Which is funny. He's like, I know the way Eddie is like, what about when you got up in the night to go to the bathroom hid behind the door? Like, yeah, he's what's like, wrong with you? I'm being nice. to see to hide behind the door <laughs> yeah. and not freak you out. Yeah, that yeah. is really bad. And there's also something like, the safety of it is worries me, doesn't it? Like this guy he's living with in yeah. the same household. It's like, if that was me, I'd be terrified. Oh, I mean, he is terrified. Yeah, he's terrified, but, but I suppose... Like how would you ever? How would you go back to sleep? Oh, with this well, that's why he sleeps in Monica's oh, couch, isn't it? Yeah, He's like, I can't so. sleep in my I own room so. anymore. Yeah. So we start to see now. We've seen signs of how unstable mm. Eddie is in the last mm. episode, but here we've got serious. I mean, he's actually having sort of mental gaps because they have a conversation where he agrees to move out, and then the next time Chandler sees him, it's like that never happened. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, I know Chandler's a humorous character, but. You really feel for him here. He's yeah, desperate. Yeah. Totally desperate. Yeah. But still hilarious. I, I And watching these again now, I find it... These do have the re-watchability element to them. The mm-hmm. Eddie thing I could watch again and again. But I never used to... I don't think I used to find them as funny then as I do now. Like, I oh, really, really find this stuff funny. But when I was younger, maybe I didn't used to find it so funny. Maybe I couldn't relate to it as much. I don't know. Now I'm a psycho myself. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it was, it's really funny stuff. Like the dehydrate... I think I used to think dehydrating fruit, what? That's so random. And now I'm like, that's hilarious. That's yeah. so random. Yeah. And when or, he says, um, he's like, this one's definitely yeah. going to go in the display. Yeah, yeah. It's just what is little... that? Your last roommate's kidney? Yeah. Yeah. It's just these little sort of... Um, allusions to yes, other things yes. this is going yes. in the display yeah. <laughs> what like what is this guy thinking brilliant and so many good yeah the, your last roommate's kidney is hilarious yeah when he finally loses it and he's like take your fruit fruit your stupid small fruit and get out and he's like this, literally physically yeah, leaping yeah, off the floor yeah. this is very out of the blue it's not out of the blue it's smack dab middle of the blue <laughs> yeah. and eddie puts the fish in his Ooh. pocket. He actually was like, can I give you a hand there? Taking the fish tank out? I got it. What does he say? No, I got it, amigo, or something. I know. Uh, no Chico. help required, Chico. <laughs> you are insane, Jack. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he is really, really funny. And and then it all sort of um, uh, ends with, then in the coffee shop, where Charles like, I finally got rid of him. He's finally gone. 
Oh, he's standing in the window holding a human head. He is standing in the window holding a human head. My favourite joke of the episode. Oh, interesting. There are many to choose from here. Yes. But it's actually the way Chandler does that that puts it above the rest for me. When it's the slow... That guy is standing in the window holding a human head. He doesn't pause between the two, but he just changes the pace with which he's delivering it. And it's genius. And that is why it's also my favourite joke of the episode. No! I can prove it. I got a really yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, it's so funny. Because the line itself isn't that funny. It's actually kind of terrifying. But yeah. the, it is so funny the way he does it, yeah. And then Eddie, oh, Eddie walks in, he's like, it could be, you know, something for our next party. Put chips in it. And he does this little thing. Our next cocktail party. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what did you do yesterday? And then this is where he's just like full on crazy. He's full on crazy. Chandler is a master of his art here. Mm-hmm. Like the faces he's mm. making where mm. every time Eddie turns around he's doing the weird like yeah. <laughs> crazy faces. And then when he actually they go, Oh, what did we do yesterday? And he's like, We went on a road trip to Vegas and he has this whole story about what happened. Chandler's reaction I know. And Monica's kind of engaging, going, Did you win any money? Yeah. Did I? No, oh, I crapped out, but here, Mr. Twenty One Mr. Twenty One Wins big three hundred dollars buys me these new shoes. Oh. Oh. and also Eddie is just so in it that when he's looking at the girls when he keeps turning around so Chandler can make the faces behind him the faces he's making at the girls is just so yeah. intense Yeah, he's great this and guy. then you're in a situation where this is why the end of it is so sweet because you're in a situation where you're like Chandler's trapped yeah. in this Stuck. endless mm-hmm. I'm going to have the conversation he's going to walk out that's it he's gone and then he's going to come back and have no yeah, recollection of it. Yeah, There's yeah. no way out of this. No, and that's why it really ranks high for me as well because it's clever story how they yeah. get him out of this. Because the messer becomes, becomes the, the messy. messy. Very true, very true. <laughs> and he opens the door, totally innocent. Can I help you? Yeah. Oh no, you don't live here. Have we met? Yeah, yeah. Why is all my stuff on the street? Have we met? And it's so good because you get, like he opens the door mm. and he's like, hi. Mm. And mm. so as the viewer, mm. you're like, Hang on, it's a bit yeah, weird. Yeah, the chain's on the door. He's yeah. got the chain on. Mm-hmm. Is he just going to be mm-hmm. like, Eddie, you're not mm-hmm. coming in, you mm-hmm. know? And then when he's like, I'm sorry, have we met? You're like, oh my God, he's trying to play back yeah. the same game. Yeah. I don't recall anything about yeah. you ever living here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he opens the door and you just get the chair spin from heaven. Now, Zoe, mm. this word that Joey delivers has a special meaning for us, doesn't it? Oh. because a few years ago oh certainly this is my salient memory right. of the first time we realised <laughs> just how much we love friends <laughs> because I think we talked about it we maybe mm. said we both liked it mm. or whatever things mm. here and there mm. and then one day mm. just by chance you mm. walked into a room and yeah. I went hello and you spitting went spitting on your chair around <laughs> to me yeah. and you went that's the hello that Joey does mm-hmm. when they trick Eddie yeah. into moving out of the apartment oh. and in that moment we were like we knew oh my god because <laughs> I knew when I'd said it what I was thinking of yeah, yeah. and you heard it <laughs> and recognised it so um, not only is it oh. a brilliant I mean oh you hear the audience cheer don't you because they're like he's back he's back and so he just says Hello. Like, yeah. it's so Hello. cute. Yeah. And then you get that brilliant line from Chandler where he's like, no, I mean, I mean, I think we'd remember something mm. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I guess, I guess yeah. you would. <laughs> I suppose you would. But you wouldn't remember I'd moved so in here. and done all- good. Yeah, yeah. Off he goes. So what they used is his own craziness against him. Yeah. Very clever. And the one thing, I yeah. think as a viewer, mm-hmm. 
you you can't think of where this is going. No. All you think is, well, how on earth are they going to get out of this? What's yeah, going to happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every time he tries to get rid of him, you know, what do you do? You change the locks, he'll still yeah. try and batter his way in. Yeah. You need to make him believe this is over. Yeah. And, yeah. The, yeah, they take that exact issue of him having these blackout type, you know, really can't remember. And it's also good because it shows... In a funny way, he wasn't pretending when he didn't remember. Right. Because yeah. it's so easy for mm-hmm. him to just be like, oh, no, maybe I didn't live here. You yeah. know, he's so confused yeah. all the time. Oh, just absolutely brilliant. Aww. And then... Aww. The double hug. The double hug. Oh, my God. The first, like, little, oh, yeah, you're back. And yeah. then they just can't contain, contain it. Batman. And then they just, like, dance around and then they dance and hug together. I know. A little foos. And in that moment, it's like, you know, Eddie wouldn't do the foosball because, like, I'm not into sports. And what's know, the first sports. thing Joey yeah, says? Yeah, it's like a little foos. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's like they're back. And it's just all that stuff we were saying about how lonely Chandler must feel because he's just having to put up this... He's lost something so good and he's yeah. now putting up with an acquaintance that's a complete drain on his energy and now he's turned into an absolute crazy... What a wonderful... And there's a moment in this episode as well where Chandler... I don't know, maybe we talked about it earlier. Where Chandler walks in and he looks around the flat and he breathes a sigh of relief. He thinks Eddie is gone and he's not gone. Like, to feel that uncomfortable in your own home. Oh, dreadful. And now he can feel so comfortable because they're just on the same, totally the same page, aren't they? Foosball, wonderful. What is this little ball? And you kind of feel like... <laughs> to kennel up. You kind of feel like this is it forever. Mm, mm. You know, they're yeah. never going to... Yeah. Yeah, and and so you know, fast forward a few years, why it's it's a double edged sword mm. that he falls in love with Monica and they're yeah. going to live together. That's yeah. great, yeah. and she's the only person in the whole world yeah. that he would leave Joey for. You know, and when he goes to Tulsa and Joey just knocks his suitcase over. Do you remember that? A bit, like oh, years yeah. in advance, like it is. This is something. This has been the establishing because you've made them. You, They've sort of their relationship in the beginning of the season, whilst Ross and Rachel was kind of building up, so was Joey and Tyler yeah. with their chairs and their lazy boys and they're not moving and you thought, Oh, these two So they've broken them up and it hurt so bad. So this is just so sweet they're back together. J Men and Chenies. Oh Who calls us that? They're not wearing their bracelet buddies, so oh, no. <laughs> they really should, shouldn't yeah. they? So we had the same favourite joke. We did. We've done this now a few we times did, did, in season did. two. Um best friend? Chandler. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so good. And I, but yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just thinking, is that weird that we had exactly the same thing? But yeah, the book was a bit nah. The, the Joey thing is a means to an end. I did have a sec. I had a runner up on the joke, oh, which on, was then. not a charm thing, which was um, where Rachel's when she's trying to make up with them, she's like, um, here's your cake and they said we didn't order cake and she goes oh it's from me and then they make up and then she's like and then what does she say exactly she says um okay well let me take these cakes back they're gonna take that out of my paycheck <laughs> i know i'm also beginning to wonder what sort of establishment central perk is because she's like <laughs> dropping pie in people's hoods and then i think they're probably reserving it she's just reserving cake reserving cake just sitting around the whole time i know she well, never why. does any work but if gunther didn't have a massive crush on her maybe she wouldn't get away with it yeah i mean it's what you do at work and you get away with it <laughs> so eddie wouldn't go Mm. but he is now gone in the most wonderful way in the most wonderful way uh so next time that was the trilogy of eddie over we never come across him again no Uh, next time it's the one where old yeller dies Mm. that's a death we just had two bloody deaths (gasps) is that interesting episode 18 was the one where dr amore dies and now episode 20 is the one where old yeller dies we've had two like dies episodes in the space of three yeah yeah it's a bit weird isn't it Hmm. um okay well um yeah not obviously 
so um not so meaningful i suppose not, not a real person dying or not, not one of our characters dying so uh, no but it is it is one of those titles where when you have seen the episode it does cue because that's representative of something else isn't yeah it? yeah what will that be who can tell do uh tune in yeah yeah tune in next week (laughs) to find out uh what this whole old yellow thing is about um and you can meanwhile tweet us at uh at twitter is that how one says is that how the kids are saying it grandma uh at friends racy on twitter uh, on the book of face <laughs> also friends from ATC, and do subscribe so you get all these nice reminders and you get these episodes direct to your portable device where you might listen to this podcast yes and if you really enjoy listening to the podcast then please give us a little rating oh yeah why not as well on iTunes throw, it a, throw in a star or that'd two that'd be nice wouldn't it um, so Eddie wouldn't go but we will go until next time ah we will that's our podcast Thanks for listening to the end. Friends, from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. We've got a confession, and you share our obsession too.